0: At this time, let us uh, turn the lights up. We don't want to incentivize anybody to slumber off on this morning, amen. Y'all are, the word this morning will be coming from the book of Luke, the fifth chapter. And at this time I will provide the time for those to find that. That's the book of Luke, the fifth chapter. I tell you, if you came in this place downtrodden and just real, real low, if that worship didn't lift you or your spirits, then you need to check your pulse. Yeah, yeah. So good to have Brother Estic up there. Yeah, y'all give him a hand. while you're doing that, will you please put your hands together for our band that we have, amen. Some truly anointed brothers. And while you're still doing that, can you put your hands together for our woman of God, Pastor LaShawn Singleton. Amen, amen. I am blessed and we are blessed to have her, amen. Also, put your hands together for yourselves, amen. For showing up on this morning, amen. And I say that because there's somebody in here, you don't know what they went through just to get here. You don't know what was going on in their mind. You don't know what was battling their bodies. And yet they still had the presence of mind to enter the house of worship. And so I thank you for being here on today. Amen. 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 Luke, the fifth chapter, the fifth chapter, and fifth chapter, number five. We're going to start at the first verse. We'll pretty much read the entirety of this chapter, but we will put special emphasis on verse four and five, I believe, and, and... you know, as they have TV shows, they'll have a thing to let you know when to applause and when to, ah, oh, and all that type of stuff. Amen? And so I'm telling you right now to write down and be alert at chapter 5. Because chapter 5 should sure listed some type of praise out of somebody on today. Chap- I mean, verse 5, I'm sorry, verse 5. Verse 5 of chapter 5 is going to be a breakout moment for somebody on today. Luke, the fifth chapter. So it was, at the, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Genericet and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he, being Jesus, got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, who we know as Paul, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled, and and, and we have to understand that I believe that Peter Simon said this with somewhat of an attitude. Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them, which speaks to Pastor LaShawn's message on last week of how we need each other. Amen. Amen. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. So when, you, so when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearers and the doers of his most holy word. Amen. As I said, a uh, special emphasis be, will be on 4 and 5, and that's the meat of this text, which we will tackle on today. And so with that being said, I want to come to you from the thought that it's deeper than that. I think someone need to tell you. Neighbor, it's, it's deeper, than deeper than that. It's deeper than what you're going through. It's, it's deeper than that. It's deeper than what you're feeling. It's it's deeper than that. It's deeper than what you can see. It's it's deeper than that. It's deeper than the plan that you have for your life. It's deeper than that. Father, we ask that you bless us on today, Lord, as we lift up your name. We pray, Lord, that all in what we do, we will glorify you on today. Let all our hearts and our minds be receptive to the word on today, Lord. Lord, please let them not see me, but let them see you and let your word go forth, Lord, and let it go into the hearts of your people, Lord, and that we'll plant something that will spring forth fruit, Lord, that will be Beneficial for them in all areas of their lives, Lord. Lord, as we gather in this place, Lord, let your spirit be amongst us, Lord, so that revelation can come forth, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. There's a quote that says, I'm thankful for my struggle because without it, I wouldn't have struck I wouldn't have stumbled upon my strength. 2019, as we said, is shaping them to be an amazing year for the people of God. We're declaring that thing right now. Amen. And for us to be successful in 2019, some of us will have to address the thing that has us under duress. As we read four and five, and and as we get to five, we see that there's a comma in there. And I need you to understand that if you can get past the comma, then you can pass up the drama. There are certain things that hit our life, and and if we are to look at it in grammatical uh, ways, the things that we go through, they should have a comma where there's a period for most of us. That means that when we get to that thing, we stop. We stop. Not understanding that 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 part of your life, that season of your life was meant to be a comma. A comma is you read a sentence and there's a comma in it. You take a break there. You take a breath there. And you continue on. And so for a lot of us, there are places in our life where we place periods where there should be a comma. Amen? Amen. Amen. There's situations that we come upon, and it's not meant for us to break down, it's meant for us to break through. And so everyone has problems. Everyone has problems, but not everyone has patterns. See, problems have answers. Patterns have to be broken. Patterns are a lifestyle. And so in 2019, we're here to break up all those things that have created patterns in our lives. Amen? The things of 2018, those failings will be areas of prevailing in 2019. Amen? But only if we realize that it's deeper than that. Colossians 3, 23 and 24 says, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. And so when we understand that, we understand it's deeper than what we're doing right now. When we understand that, then we're not singing to the people. We're singing to the Lord. When we understand we're not ministering to the people, we're ministering to the Lord. When we're ushering, we're not ushering to the people. We're ushering to the Lord. It's deeper than that. Amen. Because if we have that mindset, then we get into the vein of the scripture that says, "Whoever, whatsoever you do to the least of these, my brothers and my sisters of mine, you did for me. So anything that we do, we ought to do it unto the Lord, right, yeah. not to how we feel, right. not to how it looks, but do it unto the Lord. And so we have to address certain things in our lives if we look to push past those things. Amen. And as we look at our our, our text on today, I love this because Jesus was ministering to the people. He was gathered on the shoreline. Amen. And that there was a multitude that had grown and they, had, they, was, they were there not because of the praise team. They were there not because they were serving something that day or it was communion that day or anything like that. They came because of the word of God. And they were so hungry for the word of God that they began to press upon Jesus. And, 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 and this was a great thing, amen, because I don't know many of us who would take a, a, a preaching assignment where we have to go to a shoreline. We believe that the we believe that the word of God is restricted to a podium in the church. But Paul but but Jesus asked Simon, he says, "Let me get on your boat." And he uses Simon's boat to minister to the people, amen. And and, and that's a wonderful thing because for a lot of us, we come, we join church, we give our lives to Christ. But yet the extent of our worship and our praise and our Christendom is in the church house. Jesus is asking us to let me use your job to minister to the people. Let me use your classroom to minister to the people. Let me use your life to minister to the people. The word of God is just not restricted to him. Uh, Elder Sylvia spoke about that on Wednesday night, that we will come here, And when we leave, we will leave what we get here, here. We don't apply it on the outside, amen? But that's where it's meant to work. It ain't meant to work in here. It should work in here without any problems, without any ease, without any effort, if we all have the same mind and the same heart. But the real struggle, the real work, is out there. So he uses Simon's boat to minister to the people. And before we get even get into this, we need to understand that Simon and Andrew and, and James and John, they already had somewhat of a relationship with Jesus. This is not their first time meeting Jesus. Amen. If we look in, in chapter four, we see that Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law. Amen. And since this is Black History Month, I, I want to applaud all the, the mothers out here, the, the mothers of black history. Amen. Because I believe that it was only a black mother that once she got healed, she got up and started working. (laughs) The Bible says that he healed her, and she got up and started serving him. And I wish that more of us would have that type of mentality. That when God does something for us, when Jesus does something for us, we start to serve him. Not sit down on him. But that's a reason to serve him. That's a reason to worship him. That's a reason to praise him. That's the type of testimony I want to have, amen? But also, if we look back, the book of John records that John the Baptist was standing with two of his followers, and he sees Jesus coming, and he says, behold, the Lamb of God. And as he says that, his disciples left him and started following Jesus. I want that type of witness to say, when I introduce somebody to Christ, they follow Christ. They believe in Christ. Because it's no longer about me, it's about Christ. Y'all can come to church, and I love y'all for coming to church for, uh, to hear me and Pastor LaShawn. But if you're not following Christ through those doors to see Christ in this place, you will be severely disappointed. Because without Christ, I can't get up. Pastor Sean said this many times. I I won't be able able to get up here and just say A, B, C, D, E, F, G. That's all I got. That's all the knowledge I got. Amen? But there was a relationship that was already gathered with those. But at this point, what's realized, what needs to be realized is that Jesus is requiring a deeper relationship with him at this point. See, it's it's, it's deeper than just coming to church. It's deeper than just reading your Bible. It's deeper than that. We have to have a relationship with Christ. We have to have an intimate, personal relationship with Christ. It's deeper than that, y'all. It's deeper than looking like you're a Christian. Amen? It's deeper than that. Somebody say it's deeper than that. Do you really believe that it's deeper than that? And so I need to inform you all something. Because Jesus will direct us to a place of your failure. He will direct you to a place of disappointment. He will direct you to a place of shame. Amen? These men had came in from the water, and they were fruitless in their efforts. They did not get what they were looking for. But Jesus said, this time, go out in the deep and cast your net. And I need you to understand that when you got Jesus, there's no quitting. There's no quitting when you have Jesus. Amen? Amen? I love it because he said, nevertheless, at your word. Right. Lord, I, 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 last time I went out there, I was disappointed. Last time I did this, I was hurt. Last time I did this, I fell down. But, Lord, nevertheless... At your word, I'll try again. I'll try love again. My heart was broken, Lord. But I'm going to try again, Lord. My trust was broken. But, Lord, at your word, I'm going to try again. Lord, I don't want to forgive them. You don't know what they did. How are we going to tell the Lord he don't know what he did? Didn't we say he omnipotent? <laughs> Lord, you don't know what they did. But nevertheless... At your word, I will forgive them. Amen. Amen. And so he directs them to launch out into the deep. Amen. And, and sense of God, I need to inform you that on this morning that we have themed this year, the 2019 the year progression and, and going forward. And I need to let you know that by moving forward, you got to go deeper. That's right. You got to go deeper. It's, it's just that plain. You have to go deeper. Right. In fact, 2019 will be a year where God is calling you to go deeper. Deeper in your worship, right. deeper in your prayers, yes. deeper in your in your study time. Right. You have to go deeper. Yes. Tell your neighbor, you got to go deeper. It's deeper than that. Scripture tells us that we walk by faith and not by sight. And so we can't be in the shallows. Why? Because in the shallows, you can depend upon your own sight. I can see it. Amen. And so we have to go into the deep. The shallows, they provide us with security because we can see everything. We know everything going to happen. We're in control of everything. Amen. But shallow water does not require faith. When you go deeper, it requires trust. It requires patience. It requires effort. Revelation does not come to the shallow end. Revelation does not come from surface dwelling. Amen. It comes from dwelling deep in the deepness of his word. Y'all, we can know the word of God all day long. But knowledge without understanding is a dangerous thing. Not only is it a dangerous thing, it's dangerous to you and everybody around you. If you know how to shoot a gun, you're just going to shoot a gun. And everybody, amen? You got no discretion, amen? But the word tells us all I getting in and we're to get understanding, amen? Because you got to go deeper in study because... When you go deeper in studying, that's what understanding is. You got to go deeper in worship because when you go deeper in worship, that's what deliverance is. You have to go deeper in praying because then deeper in praying, that's what understanding is. You have to go deeper in faith because that's where your peace is. You got to go deeper in obedience. Why? Because that's where your change is. Revelations does not reside in the shallow end, y'all. Some people will will do just enough, just enough. They get by on doing just enough, amen? You kids, I I don't need to get A's. I do just enough. I get B's and C's, amen? I'm passing, amen? But they need to understand something, that you can do just enough being a Christian to get blessed here on earth, but you'll bust hell wide open. It's deeper than just be saying you're a Christian, amen? It's deeper than just being a hearer of the word. You have to be a doer of the word, amen? And by going deeper, I realized something, that there's a difference between getting blessed and being blessed. See, anyone or anything can bless you. You can get blessed by anything. But I want a blessed life. I want a life that's blessed. I would rather have a life that's blessed. Amen. The word tells us that blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the, are the meat. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the persecuted for righteousness sake. Y'all, we live in a shallow world. One that's fixated on the looks of things. We believe that certain people are powerful and they're anointed and we believe that because some churches have great memberships that the presence of the Lord is heavy in that place. Amen. We develop a high opinions of what we are seeing and not what we should be discerning. So let me burst that bubble here and now, right now. The Bible tells us that everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will not enter the kingdom of heaven. In that day, many will say, Lord, we have prophesied in your name. Lord, we have Cast out demons in your name, Lord. We have done many wonderful things in your name. In your name, and the Lord would declare to them, "I never knew you. Depart from me, you practitioner of lawlessness." Listen, if you're trying to get somewhere in life, we're trying to go somewhere, and we get lost and we don't know the way, that place will put a sign to direct you to the place. Right now, the sign served its purpose. It pointed us to where we needed to go. But at the end of the day, the sign is not getting into the place we're going. Mm -hmm. Let me break this down for you. We all have a place. I might be Ropers. I never set foot in Ropers. (laughs) But I can show you how to get to Ropers. Amen. And so, there's going to be a terrible testimony for somebody because they're going to show you the way to get to heaven but they ain't going to get into heaven. Just because you exhibit power and authority and you do all these things, what's your life like on the inside? See, we get caught up in how people look and, 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 how, and how things are, amen? That's the problem with, with, with Simon and them. They went off without instruction. They were looking for something, but they didn't receive the instruction of the Lord. And so for us, sometimes... We go off looking for a boo. We cast our net looking for a boo. And we come up with a booger. (laughs) I want somebody who is full of the spirit and not full of it. Amen. Amen. And so a lot of times, the reason why we're angry and frustrated and all these things, because we're casting our nets somewhere we're not supposed to. You looking for a husband. But you casting your net where husbands ain't. <laughs> you're looking for a wife. And you're casting your nets where wives ain't. You're looking for joy and happiness. And you cast nets that's devoid of joy and happiness. And you keep coming up with depression and, and anxiety and stress and anger and all these type of things. Amen? It ain't God's fault. <laughs> you done got in your boat. Paddle on out there. You look for trout where somewhere trout ain't. You look for brim where somewhere where brim ain't. And you come back mad. Yeah, there are some people that will do just enough to bless you on earth. But they won't do the things to get best enough to see our Savior. And that's a terrible testimony. Diedrich Ded- Hatton had a song where. He said, I don't want to let you go. And it. his recording records Jacob's wrestle and struggle with the Lord. Where he says, Lord, I, until you bless me, I won't let you go. Well, I don't ever want to let the Lord go. I don't know about y'all. Even after he blessed me, I still don't want to let him go. I want to keep my hand in his hand. I want to be at his feet. I just want to be in the presence of the Lord. So if he bless you and you're good with that, you, that's good with you. But I just want to be in the presence of the Lord forever. I don't ever want to remember a time when I was not in the presence of God. And so as we go deeper into this, we go deeper into this, y'all. This blessed my soul. And I was drawn to the word, Nevertheless. Nevertheless, 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 amen. And, and it blessed me because I went deeper into that, amen. And as I go, went deeper into that, the word nevertheless has a bunch of meanings. It has several different meanings. But there are two meanings that jumped out at me, amen. And the first meaning was though. If you put though in place of nevertheless, And so I was drawn to Job, amen, and when he said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Though I don't have the money, though my situation looks tore up from the floor, though my heart is broken and those tears are coming out of my eyes, though I don't see it yet, Lord, Lord, I trust you. That blessed me. And so it took me to Psalm 23 when David declared, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Yea, though I may be in this hard place, yea, though I may be in this difficult place, yea, though I may be in this dry place, I will fear no evil. I refuse to fear. This is not even a place for me to fear. Why? Because You are with me. And believers, I need you to understand that if we are in Christ, the Bible tells us that we are a new creation, right? And in you being a new creation, I need you to understand that God did not create you with a place to carry fear. You cannot carry fear in a place that was designed for faith. As a Christian, you look like somebody driving in a car, trying to move a mattress from one place to the other on top of your car. It, it just don't look right. <laughs> it just don't look right. Why? Because there's no place inside for the mattress to go. So you got to carry it any way that you can. And so for us, God has created us with no place for fear to reside in us. So if you carry fear, it's because you chose to. Just because fear is there. Look, we all get uh, distracted by fear. Fear is a problem for some of us. It is. But if you choose to pick it up, that's on you. God, nothing made you pick up fear. You chose to pick up fear. Fear has no place in you, so you carry fear around you everywhere that you go. And you're tired because I'm carrying something I wasn't designed to carry. I'm breaking down because I'm carrying something I was not designed to carry. All the things that we carry that we're not designed to, that's why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. That's why things are happening the way they're happening because you were never designed to carry that thing. Mm -mm. Though. And I told y'all that y'all were going, and and I'm about to close. I'm about to close. And I told y'all that that this was going to be a place (laughs) for breakthrough. It's going to be a place of praise and a place for worship. And if you don't do it, there's something wrong with you. Amen. Cause I know the Lord didn't lie to me when he told me that. Amen. That's right, baby. <laughs> the word nevertheless means though. But the word nevertheless also means and yet. And yet. Yes. Lord, I told told God I wouldn't do it, and I did it. I told God I would do it, and I didn't. I murmured. I complained. I quit. I threw in the towel, the sheets, the tablecloth, and the shower curtain. I threw it all in. And yet. I wasn't supposed to be here. And yet, I was supposed to be taken out. And yet, I was supposed to be dead and in jail. And yet, my marriage wasn't supposed to make it. And yet, look, let me tell you something. 2018, in 2018, the enemy had already he had already said that you weren't supposed to make it. That's right. yeah. Your funeral was arranged. He had called the, the uh, choir. They were set up ready to sing. They had the flowers all strewn out. The ushers was ready. Glory. They were ready to put you in the dirt. Yeah. And yet God snatched. And yet God snatched your children from the grips of the enemy. And yet God snatched your life from the grips of the enemy. And yet God snatched your marriage. And yet he snatched your son. I was supposed to lose my mind. And yet. I failed. And yet, I fell down. And yet, I failed to keep my word. And yet, Lord, you were faithful to your word. Can we just have for 30 seconds? And and yet praise. Come on. As I look over my mind, over my past, I wasn't supposed to be here. And yet. <laughs> and yet, and yet, and yet, and yet, and yet, and yet, and yet. And yet. Say it to yourself, and yet, and yet, yet. yet. here I stand. And yet, and yet, and yet, and yet, and yet I wake up to new mercies. And yet, I wasn't worthy, and yet. I was a wretch undone, but yet, I wanted to end my life, and yet, I tried to take my life, and yet, I sabotaged everything in my life, and yet, I didn't come from the right family, I didn't have the education, I didn't have the experience, I was too young, I was too old, I didn't have the credit. I was in the grips of alcoholism and I was in the grips of drug addiction and yet yeah. I'm wrestling in my flesh and I'm wrestling with homosexuality I'm, 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 I'm struggling with all these things Lord and And yet, this is how you see me, Lord. And yet, this is how you love me, Lord. I didn't give you my best. And yet, you love me so much that you sent me your only begotten son. You. You. And yet, and yet, Lord, I was guilty. I did it. I said it. And yet, y'all better stop playing with grace. The devil hits you with everything and the kitchen sink. And yet, the doctor said that baby wouldn't make it past two years old. And yet that baby is 10, bouncing off the walls. said that you'll never make it. Nobody believed in you. Nobody gave you a chance. And yet, that business was successful. That business is successful. Thank you. And yet, mountains, and yet you cause walls to fall, and yet with your power, you perform miracles, and yet nothing is impossible, and yet you made a way, and yet this won't last, and yet trouble won't last. And yet, and yet, and yet, and yet, and yet, and yet.